This week, the obvious question is, what would you wish for if you had three wishes? I'm Mike Trevisano with Bob Meyer and Joe Pertalic. Each week, one of us surprises the other two with a question that may seem obvious, but is seldom answered. We see how deep we can go with it. We invite you, our dear friends, to help us find some answers together through comments on our site or on our Facebook page. This week, Joe asks Bob and I what we'd do if we came across a magic lamp and were granted three wishes. It's a fun question, but as you'll hear, with great power comes great responsibility, so it isn't an easy one to answer. I mean, would you wish for a million dollars? Seems a little selfish. Would you wish to cure cancer? Well, if you do, then what about all of the other diseases? There are a lot more of them out there than three wishes can cover. After the show, let us know your thoughts at obviousquestion.wordpress.com or check us out on our Obvious Question Facebook page. What would you wish for? If you could have three wishes, what would they be? And I want to frame it by saying I'm not interested in the peace on earth and you know all that kind of stuff that people say, which I think are really good wishes. But I'm looking at really something specific, something that kind of shows me a little bit about what you're thinking, who you are, where you're coming from, um, and keep away, stay away from that generic stuff, the things we always hear from people about um, what they'd like. And a lot of that would be out of your control anyway. But the wish is something more concrete, more focused on you or focused on your, your environment, your family, whatever like that. So what do you got? What do you got, Bob? Oh, I, I do have, I do actually have a couple because when, when you said that, Joe, in terms of, you know, not the typical, you know, peace on earth, goodwill for men, um, I, you know, it's hard because if I throw them out there, I, I, I feel somewhat guilty like they're, wow, I'm being selfish. They're, they're about me. But, but he did say three wishes, so maybe they should be about me. So here I go. The one that's been on my mind for a long time that, it's that thing that's holding me back is I have like this three quarters written novel kind of thing that as I look back at it, you know, I'm like, why is it still sitting there? Why haven't I finished that? So I think constantly I, I tell myself, oh, it's such a good place when I started writing that. But how do I insert myself back into that story and back into that passion and writing? And I know the three of us have written stuff together and, you know, that that's what really you know, fuels me, you know, it gets me going, it, it makes me happy. Um, so I want to go back there. I want to, you know, my goal is to finish that and have it published. And what I mean by that, it's not, oh, I want to sell 5 million copies and whatnot. No, it's it's really just for me. I want to finish that for me. And I don't really care where it goes. But it's, it's one of those things that it's been gnawing at me. Like, why have I not gotten back? And a lot of it is a deeper conversation with myself in terms of, well, I'm not... I'm not there yet. I haven't learned enough. I'm not ready yet. You know, all these different excuses, but it's just pick it up and write it. So that's, that's one. Another one is, is happiness. You know, I said, you know, what makes me happy? And, and I've always struggled with that. Not that I, you know, battle with depression and things like that, but I know other people have, and I've had, you know, folks in my family have that issue too. But it's that waking up where it's like some days I'm like oh, supercharged and happy and like, let's do this thing. And in other days it's like, you're dragging your feet and, you know, so that sounds like a weird wish, but you know, I wish it could all be good. You know, like, like life was just one big happy song, like a Muppet movie. Um, now my third, I'm going to defer on my third cause that's an important wish, right? That's the one in the movies where, 
Or if I, when I was a little kid, you'd say, and for my third wish, I want three more wishes. So I, I kind of make that a good one. So I'm going to have to pass over to Mike now and see what he has to say. This, uh, I, I appreciate you going first because I, I, God, my brain goes all over the place. I mean, it, it, I could make it real cheap, right? And I wish for the ability to fly. I wish for a whole bunch of money. And I wish for, I don't know, what's, what's a good, <laughs> to stop time. Or I don't know. Wait, it, sounds like, it sounds like a Superman. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I'm right. I, I wish for the powers of Superman. Yeah. Yeah. It's a killer. It's a killer, though, because on a superhero theme, right out of Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. So if I have three wishes, and I'm assuming there's some magic here, Joe, right? That the that the wishes are are they could be kind of anything, right? That I can't waste them. I can't waste that on you know being able to fly. You know, <laughs> like like geez, I mean it. I mean what? I got three of them though. Maybe I, one of them could be to fly. All right, I'll take that one. So I only have two left. You know, it's got to be something that can have some impact. It's got to be something that can make. I can't. You already you already took away the peace on earth, but it's got to be something that has some impact. And I don't know. I don't. I I don't know. I I guess, I guess, nightly I I pray. You know, I'm not. I grew up Catholic, but I don't. I'm not Catholic anymore. I meditate, but I'm not Buddhist or or another. You know, religion that sort of has that as part of it. I I do these things sort of on my own, but uh, but I do nightly pray. And when I do, I kind of have the same prayer every night. And you know, boy, I'm revealing. Something I wouldn't have thought I would, uh, but it's the same every night. And, and the wishes, you know, uh, I I hope that um, please help, you know, my family to be okay. And but then it's funny. Even I'd say the same thing every night. I wish for my family to be okay. And then I realize that life's too complicated for that. That I can't guarantee. A prayer is not going to guarantee their safety. The only thing I can do is is control what I'm going to be about. So my prayer always goes right away to. Help me to be a, to to be good. Help me to do to do good in the world. Help me to to be a good person and to do good work. Sounds cheap and maybe I don't know as I'm saying it now, and and if I had if I had a, a wish, would I wish to be good to be a good person? I, I mean, kind of ranks pretty lame next to being able to fly, but at least <laughs> it's my starting point. You know, some I think that's the road I would start to go down. You know, Jesus. Me being good might not be good for somebody else, though. Very complicated. I get way off in the weeds really quick on this. All right, yeah. so you're, you're a good flyer. You're a very good flyer. <laughs> That's it. That's it. What do I do with the other two? I save them. I don't know. Put them in a box. Bank them up. Fly around and think about it. Yeah. And, you know, I probably should have phrased this a little bit different or framed it a little different where we didn't have to necessarily express all three at the same time like that because it is hard. I mean, when you when you get it, I mean, Bob was good. He kind of got some stuff out there right away. But as I'm listening to you guys, I'm thinking, I don't have three. You know, I, we do this show live and we do it, um, you know, without any forethought. We don't prep for it in the sense that, I mean, I prepped in the sense I have a question, but I really didn't think about it. And so I'm stuck like you are. But but here's what first comes to my mind. And I'll, I'll, I'll do it this way. I'll just say one and then and then see where it goes. I wish that I were able to recognize that what I really want and what I really do are in sync. So that there are times when, when I feel like I know the right answer and 
And for whatever reason, I don't do it. I know what makes me happy. I know what um, what I enjoy. I know when times are good, you know, and then I get pulled away from that somehow. And I don't I don't totally understand that in my own life, but I do it. And at the end of the day, I look at myself and think, why didn't I, as Bob said, write that book or read that book, even read that book? Or why didn't I meditate a little bit more, like you said, Mike? And the answers I know are true. I mean, I, I understand them to be the right path where I want to be. And yet somewhere I got pulled away from it, I pulled myself away from it, allowed myself to be tempted or whatever by something else that got me away from it. At the end of the day, I look and say, ah, I should have done that. And then a day passes or a week passes or a month passes and pretty soon a life passes. And a lot of things I do, I do focus on and do that way, but there's a lot of things I'm missing right now. So I guess it's one of my wishes, I think, to have more awareness towards myself in what I do and then actually do the things that I know make me happy, the things I know are right for me and focus on that. Yeah, I've had more time to think. And earth and goodwill towards men. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, well, it's interesting. I had more time to think as you were speaking about like, yeah, both of you, you know, came, came at it from different angles, which makes me glad that I held back that one wish. Cause it's like, Whoa, I went first. And <laughs> I blew my three wishes. But, uh, cause the other one I was thinking about, it's like, what do I really want in my life? You know, what do I really need? And, and part of it is it's hard to express, but you know, for me, it's, I remember one time where we sat down, we had a conversation in, in Pennsylvania where we I think, Joe, you posed the question that we often spark some dialogue about if an alien ship came down and said, you know, hey, I, I'd like to take you with me, uh, but you can't make any phone call. You can't talk to your family. You're, you're just going to have to come on the ship and, and take that risk. And, you know, it, it, what I call a once in a lifetime experience, right? I could get on board that ship and it could explode two seconds later or they might do an alien, you know, autopsy on me or something like that. But uh you know, I, I don't know where it would go, but I, I do know that that's kind of like what I crave in life is like that once in a lifetime, like this miracle thing or like that would be enough for me. You know, so that was where I was thinking like that third wish would be this. I don't know what it is. I don't want to describe it. I want to be surprised, but I want to recognize that when it happens, it's like it's like a miracle. You know, it's like something out of the ordinary that is like, wow, I live to see this. Like and then as I thought that. I, and there was that part in the back of my brain that was like, ah, don't do it, Bob, because everything that happens in your life is a once in a lifetime experience for me, right? So I'll never recognize that, oh, that was the one that I wished for. How will I separate that from what actually happens in my life? I already have that. So I talked myself out of that. And then I thought of something that I'd rather do is I'd rather keep that wish with me for somebody that really needs it, right? You know, like Mike said, whether it's somebody that I really love and care about, a friend, a family member, uh, it could be a complete stranger, but at some point that I've got that wish in my back pocket that if I could save their life or save the life of many people, that's the wish that I want. Yeah. So maybe a way we can even think about this a little bit different is is to, to ask ourselves the question, what is the wish or what is a wish, not the wish? What is a wish? What does that mean? Because, you know, as I'm, as I said, what I said a minute ago, it's a wish that I can, I can do. I mean, it's not like it's impossible. I'm not asking for, I love the idea of aliens coming, you know, that joke about the mothership and what would happen. It's, it's a great, for me, it's a great kind of picture in terms of what happens in real life. I mean, sooner or later, you're going to go somewhere and 
that's maybe one of the biggest mysteries of all, you know, mm-hmm. is what happens next. But making the choice today and having the ability to do that, maybe the wish is nothing more than recognizing where you are, who you are, and then making a move, whatever that thing is, doing something or acting, behaving in a certain way that has the outcome you're looking for. And mm-hmm. for some reason, whatever it is, and I'm, I'm clueless myself on this right now, is I don't know why I can't do that at times. I don't know what holds me back, what stops me from actually fulfilling my own wish. Because yeah. for all the wishes yeah. we mentioned, maybe outside of Mike might have a hard time with the flying thing. Like he could right. move in the direction of going towards a cliff. He could put some, you know, feathers on his arms. He could be, you know, like the Wright brothers kind of thing. I mean, he, I think he can get a little bit of lift off the ground, but I don't, I don't think he's ever going to fly. I mean, I did, I'm not trying to put you down, Mike, but, but all those other wishes, like you said, Joe, it's like there, there's a, there's a, a, it, it, they're, they're all based in reality. I mean, it's what's stopping us. And yep. I think nudging yourself in that direction, you're going to do nothing but help yourself achieve that wish. You know that's that's the that's tough. I mean, you, you you I think you zeroed in on something here. Is the wish about something that shifts the parameters of life and physics and you know, like flying, like to be able to fly without you know, <laughs> without some sort of external power, right? Like that's that's beyond that's beyond what the parameters of life. If we take that out and say, well, your wish can't be that. The wish is going to be you know confined to something that's within the rules, right? Well, then that's even that's that's a lot tougher because the question comes up and I'm going to hijack the, this week's obvious question with one of my own, which is, well, what's stopping you? I mean, if, if these are things that are in in your control already, you could meditate more, you could finish your book, you could you could uh, devote your life to something that maybe helps a bunch of people in in need. If that's what's really press, pressing you. And man, what's stopping you from doing those things? It's a whole different kind of vibe. Yeah, and, and, and I think, Mike, I think you're right. And I think there is there is something deep in there about the wish being much deeper than that superficial thing. Like, you know, if you're handed money, oh, I wish I had a million dollars or a billion dollars, make it a, a larger sum. What you do with it would be important. I mean, just having the money has very little meaning. But to be able to take it and create the hospital or the the sanctuary of some sort for some animals or whatever it is you would do, that then that wish becomes the reality. But if you had the billion, would you do it? You know what? And if you have a ten dollar, you know, thing today, would you would you sacrifice that your time, your energy, and everything else towards doing it? It seems like it's just a, a, a way of thinking or a mindset that keeps you. And I say that simplistically, like it's just a mindset. There was some famous person that said. Uh, I, and he was quoting something about he has a lot of influence with people. He finds that he has a lot of influence with people except for one person himself. And I forget exactly, I probably butchered the quote, but it's something like that. And it made me think years ago, is like, it's true. Like, I feel like I, I can influence people or I can talk to people and, and then they do something magical. They do something, maybe they wish for their own life to change and they do. But boy, I have a tough time influencing myself. When it comes back to me, it's really hard. I'm a tough cookie to work with. For me. Yeah, it's that old, you know, our, our own worst critic kind of thing. But as we're talking, it's like, I, I don't know about you all, but I but I feel inspired. Like, oh, you know, yeah, why why don't I wake up and feel like I can do anything? Um, you know, even, even today to start the morning, um, you know, my daughter Bailey, you know, um, she, she told me she got a nannying job and she loves working with kids. She's like, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. Like, and she just had so much energy 
you know, balled up into this thing that hasn't even started yet. But she's like, I met this couple and they have two young kids. They're two years. They're one year old. This is going to be great. These kids are going to remember me forever. Like, and, and what she's going back to is like when my kids were younger, you know, we, we had, you know, au pairs or nannies. And there's one in particular, Stephanie, that, you know, she's older now. She has, um, I think she has three kids of her own. And, uh, but she made such an impression on my kids that they think about her like, you know, almost as a family member. So I think Bailey was kind of like projecting that thinking like, wow, this, this could be me. This is what I want to do. This is my dream job. Like, and, uh, she was just so excited about it. It made me remember like, when's the last time I've been that excited? Like I should be excited again. Right. And it, it's like the book thing. Like what's stopping me? I, I need that energy. I need that that burning desire, like, oh man, this is so great. I can create something wonderful here, but I just need to do it. So it sounds like Bob Bailey got her wish. Yes, maybe that's she, what she said. Yes, yeah. but she, she, yes, she certainly got. And it sounds like you're not really wishing to write the book. You're wishing for the excitement, the feeling to write the book. Somewhere you're hoping that something would inspire you. And it sounds like maybe it is a little bit this morning. But that's what you're really wishing for is to have inspiration. So it comes back again, very simplistically, it seems like, to you, a change of attitude, a mindset, a, a way of looking at things differently. Uh, and I, I, if I were working with you in a conversation like this, I would say, what's stopping you from doing that? And you might say, well, you know, I'm just not I got a lot of work to do today, a lot of stuff going on, family stuff. And we've talked about springtime being so busy, hectic and all that. I just don't have the moment right now. I don't have the time to do it. And I'd, I'd see that inspiration just like, you know, get drained out of you. But what if what if you sh shifted that, you know, switched that and said, you know, no, I, I, I can see the future. I can see the book. I can see it sitting on a bookshelf somewhere. I can see it you know, out on uh, one of the, the book sale sites, whatever like that. And and there it is. And and I did it and I accomplished it and whatever. You know, it's very similar to this podcast. We went through the same kind of conversations. Remember years ago mm -hmm. talking about writing a book and getting started on some things and then the podcast. And at some point we need to talk about that, that whole experience of what it is to, to have that, uh, that I'll say a vision, maybe a dream, whatever, and then have it actually come to fruition. I'm sure a lot of people listening right now have those same kind of things going on inside of them. And they're thinking, Oh, if only I wish, if only I had, and they have some wish out there that just isn't, it's not the wish they're looking for. It's the one that, that seems like on the surface is going to solve the problem. But like you, I think to those people who get inspired, that have that focus, that have that dream, and then actually put it into play themselves, they create their own wish experience, and then they complete it. It seems like that makes all the difference. That makes the, the thing really happen. And you know, then they luck into a book deal, or they luck into a movie deal, or something like that. Next thing you know, they're off and running. Yeah, it's that stepping in the right direction thing, because even you're right, with the podcast, we did some planning. But we just got started, right? And I, I think, you know, we learned a lot of things, you know, over the course of, you know, 19 or 20 episodes. You know, we, we've modified things. We've tried to make improvements. Um, but we didn't let those things stop us. Like, oh, well, we have to, we can't get started with episode one because we gotta, everything's got to be perfect. And I, I think there's something to be said about that. Even with whatever that dream is or that wish is, I, I think we have this mental model in our minds. Like, it's got to be... You know, this is how my wish is defined, and it, all these things have to be worked out, you know, all around the circle mm. in order to make it happen. Instead of just like, it's weird because it's it is this worst critic thing. Because even though I'm saying all these words and we're talking about all these things, there's still that barrier that even for somebody like me, it's it stops me. 
in my tracks because yeah. I feel like I've got to plan it all out. I got to have a plan. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's part of the problem. I think I I remember when I years ago when I started writing when I started to want to write some music right, and I used to think you know someday I'm going to be a composer, and then it it dawned on me that. Being a composer is, is nothing more than composing. You have to compose. You have to actually compose. And I remember sitting at the piano and noodling around with all sorts of ideas for weeks at a time. And, and I, I developed this mantra. And, and it really uh, was very real. I said it to myself many times, which was, you will never be a composer if you don't compose. And what I meant by that is I have to take a pencil and I have to write a note on a piece of paper. Like that's what it is. And it has to do with deciding. I have to make a decision. I have to say, this is going to be the next note in this song. And there it is. I captured it on the paper. I, I decided I wanted to do it. And then I committed to do it. It reminds me, frankly, if you, if you ever do the, the P90X program, uh, this Tony Horton and the P90X guys, they've got this, they have this sort of similar mantra that it works perfectly, which is decide, commit, and then succeed. And it has everything to do with this. It's make a decision that you want to be more fit, right? And then commit to a program and do it. And then there you are. Commit to eating better. Commit to being a composer. Commit to writing the book. And then, and then do it. And keep that idea in mind that if you don't, Take the steps. If you don't, Bob, if you don't write a word down and say, this is the next word in my story or my book, then your book will never happen. It's as simple as that. It, it's, it's a beautifully simple idea when you, when you break it down like that. And then, Jesus, next thing you know, your book is written. You know, I got two albums, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I'm... I'm Three weeks away from finishing P90X3. And the things happen. You just have to decide, commit to do them, and then you do them. Yeah, way different than the wish we were talking about earlier. I'm, I'm kind of sitting here laughing at this, thinking, yeah, I mean, flying's cool, and maybe someday we'll fly. Who knows? And having a wish like that a billion dollars would drop in my room right here, and I could then do all the things I want to do, it's not really true. I'd just be burdened with all that money sitting here, you know, kind of mm -hmm. counting it out, making sure it's all good and all like that. But the things you're talking about, that real change, that real, the impact I can have or the impact that the thing I can do, the wishes that I have, go back to really back to me and how I see things and what I can do with them, the impact that I can have. I think just I mentioned the podcast again, we started off with, you know, hooking up through Skype and we used our Macs and with the microphones. And next thing you know, we needed to buy a little better microphone. Apologize to anybody listen to the earlier episodes and they were kind of uh, crispy in <laughs> yeah. certain ways you know, some stuff but and maybe they're not that good today I don't know maybe the improvement isn't all that good but I think we've come a long way in terms of just the way we can see each other and we can we can talk and you know and, and it's kind of I'll say it's like the science part that it's working really well and the art's getting pretty good too like I think the three of us I'll speak for for all three of us I think we're more relaxed more into the conversation and less likely to worry about outcomes because I think we made a conscious decision to say, we're going to do it. And whatever happens, happens. And, you know, if, if you listeners are OK with that, we're OK with that. And we move forward from there. And I think uh, I think some real good things you know, will happen for the future because we're doing exactly what you said, Mike. We're doing the P90, which I would never do the P90X, by the way, <laughs> for anyone who knows about that. But we're doing the P90X in a different way that we're we're up front committing and making it happen. You know, just try to do that. I think that's cool. Just think about it that way. 
if you guys think about it, back to whatever it was, September a year ago, Bob, when when you were visiting me in, in Italy and and we were we were hanging out and we put that November date out there. It was a huge date. There's a huge something to be said for that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the stake in the ground. November, I, 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 it's embarrassing. I can't think of what the date is. 15th or whatever it mm-hmm. was. That's our first episode. It's going to happen. Whatever we have, it's going out there. You know, that's that decision to make that commitment is, gosh, that has everything to do with making it actually happen. Sure. Yeah, that's my role in the group is just to throw out arbitrary dates and make us meet them. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know that I offer any <laughs> other value. How does anything but... get done, man? How else does anything happen? Push... Yeah, you guys scare me with that stuff when, when I write, actually write the date down. It's like, oh, no. no yeah, so so let's let's do this. Let's let's wrap up with your thoughts and you know see what see what comes out of it. But uh, and I'll, I'll I'll finish then. Go ahead, Bob. Mike, yeah. what do you got? I'll go first because I, I have this I have this mental kind of imagery in my mind of like, okay, now we're at the end of the podcast. Joe's going to ask the question again. So you're sitting across the table from me and you, you push three wishes my way and you say, Bob, here you go. All your problems are solved. You got these three wishes. What do you want? You got a couple minutes. And then I know what I need to do now is I need to push them back towards your side and say, Joe, you know, I've got what I need, I've, I've got those wishes are inside of me. And I, I think that's the end analysis is that I don't need the wishes. I, I, I can make these things, like Mike said, with, you know, kind of humanistic parameters. Those things can happen in my life. I can step into that direction. So I'm just kind of pushing the wishes back over because I don't want them to be a burden. I don't want to feel guilty like, well, I, I couldn't do this on my own. So I had to have these three wish crutches to help me out. So don't want your stinking wishes, Joe. I'm going to work <laughs> yeah. on my own. Yeah, that's funny. I'm, I'm with you, Bob. You know, you can have them. Take them back. You know, if, if I could use them to really to put in my back pocket and help someone in great need, right? If I bump in, and there's a lot of people in great need right now that I could help. Uh, I wouldn't even know how to do that. You know, the only thing I can I can control, though, is how I am in the world moment to moment, day by day. And I guess I, I'd maybe take a wish to, to say... Do that as I wish that I can do that the best that I can. And I I wish that I'm grateful for every moment. I hope I don't take any of this for granted because it's going to end. And I don't know what happens next. You know, spaceship's coming, you know. And so that's it. And and there, there are my two wishes. I already used the third. Flying. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I thought I thought you were pushing yours towards me because I'm thinking I got nine wishes now. Oh, damn it. That's right. I took it back, didn't I? I said you can have them back and then I used them anyway. Yeah, I I, I didn't didn't suggest that you could use these wishes. These are are like disposable wishes. I mean, actually, they're probably going to sit in the center of the table and I'll stare at them. Uh, Yeah, I think think there's something much deeper going on in terms of this. But as I'm thinking about this in the podcast and all I'm thinking also about the future. You know, what happens next? We've done some fun things. We've done some incredible things, I think, in terms of our own experiences. You know, what's coming next? I'm, I'm pretty much excited by it. I think like you guys are. We'll, we'll see what, you know, what, what happens, what comes next. So as always, uh, we appreciate you as uh, listeners. And if you uh, want to stay in touch with us, you can get us on obviousquestion.wordpress.com. And I, we look forward to uh, hearing from you and, and keep in touch with us. We'll keep in touch with you. Thanks a lot.